Hey, this is Amara. And this is Margaret. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to All, all the, the Ships. Ships, a podcast where we explore building, navigating, and possibly ending all types of relationships. The conversations you've had, should be having, or never thought to have. Enjoy. Enjoy. Also, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share using the hashtag All the Ships. So I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no love. Oh, my smile, my mind reassure me, I don't need no one. Woke up this morning with my mind set on loving me with my mind set on loving I guess let's get started, isn't it? Yeah. Um we'll start by apologizing if we clear sorry. our throats or do a little uh uh uh. First of all, <laughs> God not forbid. Rebuke it in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have COVID. But we did have a little night out. <laughs> little? Okay. I, I think it was a little night out. Oh, wow. <laughs> Use a baby girl. I'm a grown woman, and um, I had a big girl night out, and it's, it's still hitting me. And this was a whole week ago. Yeah. To be fair, I've been really busy since, so, like, I haven't had a had the time to rest. But, like, I remember when rest was just, like, well, I drank some water, and I'm all right. <laughs> I slept. Yeah, like... Forget sleep, just like you do exercise and feel better. I remember that. That was never my brand. <laughs> like, like doing exercise hungover? Yeah, like I would go out and then I would go to the gym from, like I would go home, change to gym clothes, and I would go to the gym for like 40 minutes and then I'd be like bright eyed and I'd be good you... for my whole day. And then at four o'clock, it was always four o'clock, I'd crash. At four o'clock, it'd be like, I can't, I can't be like up here anymore after rest now i feel like that like is a sign of a problem i just don't know what the problem is she does not a problem i have okay it's like is that like like attention deficit or is it like <laughs> like what is it like that you needed stimulation after a night out wow yeah well you I know, know i do be talking about how i think i have adhd but then in 2021 who doesn't so Actually, at work, they just, like, included in our benefits plan that you could get these tests as part of, like, like it'll, it'll be covered under our new, like, our new insurance plan yeah. if you wanted to get diagnosed. So that when they find out you have ADHD, they can fire you. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, this unproductive bastard, <laughs> get him out of here. Man. <laughs> I oh, no, I was actually thinking about that the other day because I like contacted like two or three different organizations trying to get like tested to find out if I have ADHD um, and none of them got back to me. Yeah, and I was really mad and I was like, this this mental health thing is not... People are not taking this thing seriously enough. At all. They, like, were, they were distracted, sir. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like... <laughs> Because at first I was like, did I forget to do it? And I was like, no, I did it this time. It like three years, but I did it this time. Yeah. I feel like you've been talking to me about it for a whole year. Yeah, and I finally did it. And then like they didn't reply to me. And I was like, what the fuck? But it's okay, I'll do it again next year. I'll do something. Another three years, 2023, 2024. Yeah. You have to pick your mental health battles. Because like, I can have ADHD, but I'm 100% certain that I have depression and anxiety. All of them, anyone you like puts inside. So you have to pick and choose. Like, you can focus on other ones. I feel like depression and anxiety has had its time. Like, mm. it's like, it's time to, to move on. Yeah. yeah, like that one isn't going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to have a bit more faith. Come on now. Like, we've established what the relationship is here. We know what the boundaries are. Sometimes you cross them, but like, mm. let's, we'll work on that. But while we figure that out, we can find out other things. Fair dues. The more I look into ADHD, the more I'm like, I'm pretty sure I don't have anxiety. I just have ADHD. I definitely have depression. But it's okay, it's seasonal, you know, it comes and it goes, touches you and then I touch it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead, the fuck? <laughs> Do you ever have that where you miss your depression? <laughs> where you miss your depression? I yeah. know that you'd be having that because you'd be posting memes and just being like, you remember when I could relate to this? No, it's not even like that. So like, if I haven't been depressed for a while, I start getting anxious about the depression that's coming because like it's just like oh shit like i feel too fine which means now the fucking crash is going to be so deep and so long like so like and, and so you just want it to come like it's less that you miss it like you're reminiscing yeah. and more that you're just like can it just come so that we can be you know like the sweetest 
place to be, like mentally speaking, is coming out of a depression hole. Like mm. on your way out of it, for me, that's like. Because yeah, yeah. you're like full of like hope. And like you're just coming like, out is always rocky. It's like a high, low, high, low, high, low mm. until I get to a steady, like, okay, we're good now. So it's like, I go, I'm like, oh, I'm coming out. And they're like, no, you're not. I'm like, oh, I'm coming out. And it's like, no, you're not. Because like for me, out. I recognize, like, I recognize that there's a comfort. I don't say in depression, but like in being sad, like in being down because it's like, okay, this is the worst. Yeah, exactly. And like I'm here, and I mean, obviously it can get worse. Yeah, when you, you deep, see, it, you deep it, you don't want to tempt, you don't want to fucking tempt fate to tempt God, but it could get worse. Um, but there's just something about like, th- there's no more anxiety when you're already sad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, like so it's just like okay, I'm sad now. This is the worst that can happen, mm-hmm. as opposed to like being in a good place or being in an okay place where it's just like you're waiting for the fucking other shoe to drop type thing. And yeah, it's very, that's very, what happens to me. You don't like get to I'm, enjoy the happiness or whatever. I, I'm anxious in my depression, like because like I don't like I haven't gotten dep- like I've had like a really bad like depression episode, and I haven't gotten that depressed like in a very long time. But every time I get depressed, I'm like, oh, you're could, worried that you're I'm like, could it go deeper? Could it like could I get back there? So every time I'm depressed, I'm just like, fuck, like. We need to we need to do something to get out of this before we mm. get to that like fucked up place that we can't come out from. Yeah, that's funny. Like when I'm depressed, I'm the one thing like I the idea of it getting worse is like not every time I get depressed, but sometimes when I get depressed, it it will get worse. And like there's always a time where I've reached a new level of depression. And so like if I'm not afraid of that happening, because in my mind it's just all the same bottomless pit. Um, what I hate that happens to me is like I'll be having a really good time or like I'll just be having a really good week. I'll wake up one morning and just like, oh, this week is I'm just like on a high and then I'll look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, this thing's going to finish. <laughs> it's going to finish and yeah. it can finish today. Like, So I find that a lot of the reason that this happened, at least to me, is that like my happiness or my joy or whatever, I think I was, I was telling somebody this. Like I actually have a recorded entire episode about this is that a lot of happiness, in quotes, is tied to productivity. Mm. And when it's tied to productivity, there's burnout. Yeah. And then once you burn out and you feel useless, in quotes, Mm. it's back to, like, being in a bad place. Like Mine is tied to relationships. It's like, oh, like, Mm. when I, like, I'm having a really good week if I get to hang out with people when I'm doing things, not necessarily productive things. Yeah, but, but like doing activities. Activity, yeah, yeah. Activity, yeah, yeah, I consider activity, like hanging out with my friends as like productivity. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not necessarily ROI on like, but it's like, okay, I'm doing the things that I want to do as opposed to like, even just chilling in itself, being able to just chill is like an activity. It's yeah, weird. It's just if, like, if you, it's like you're ticking boxes. Like yeah. that's how it's like, okay, I've done this. Okay, nice. I'm happy. I've done this. Okay, nice. I'm yeah. happy. I've done. And the moment I'm not doing all those things, I'm not happy. But also trying to keep doing all those things. Tiring. Exactly. Yeah. So it's then back to fuck. Like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I'm, mine's similar to that. Like productivity and like my my sense of like, self is very much tied to like how much like I feel like I'm doing and it doesn't necessarily have to be productive in terms of like I'm accomplishing anything but like just being like oh you woke up today and you had a goal and whatever that goal is you accomplished that like if if the plan today was to wake up and chill and just watch Netflix all day and I did that I could feel good at the end of the day but if I didn't wake up planning to do that and I did that then it feels like I failed like I think I talked to you about this just like I don't like writing lists anymore because even if I do more things that are currently on my list, but I didn't do the things on the list or in the order that I put them on the list, it still somehow feels like I didn't accomplish anything just because I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Yeah. Yeah. How you said you were going to do it. Exactly. And so like all of those things, like to be honest, those things don't send me into depression. My depression always, um, surprises me it's always like i love to say like i'm like that is when i'm my happiest is when i'm Mm. doing these things but when i'm not doing them i'm not necessarily depressed it's just that i'm not like my happiest um yeah i like my depression legit sticks up on me it's just like oh this is what we're doing today okay it's like i like 
I made this joke um, recently. It's just like, have you ever like been doing a task and like mid task you cannot like continue? It's yeah. just like you're doing dishes. This has happened, and like I've washed all the dishes. It's now time to rinse them, and I just for the life of me can't get myself to rinse the dishes and put them away. It's just like. I guess we're not. I guess we're not doing this. Yeah, I can't relate because, like, mm. when I wash a dish, I rinse it, put it in. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, so that when I stop halfway, it like, it's dirty dishes. dishes. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> nah, no, I'm, those those kinds of things. Nah. but then again, I think like you guys live alone. I live with roommates, and I feel like living with roommates helps. Well, living with roommates who are not your friends helps with like that aspect of depression like i i won't leave my dirty dishes in the sink because like honestly i won't leave my dirty dishes in the sink because i want to be able to tell my roommate at any moment that she should not have dirty dishes in the sink yeah um upper hand yeah exactly um it's a power so, like, thing. I, saw, I saw a tweet the other day it's like i'm never going to cheat because i want to keep being able yes. to judge you niggas yep. yes. <laughs> 100%. that's it I realize yeah. that's the thing that defines like, a huge part of me that more like more more areas of me than i'm willing to admit it's just like just being better yes. just being just slightly better whether it's morally or otherwise just <laughs> <laughs> honestly i feel like that's a lot of people though like bare people are like that it's just like you don't deep it because like if you do then you do the thing where you're like oh like well that means i'm like i'm i'm trying to say i'm better than my friends or i'm better than this yeah. so it's like no like you just walk around you hear people's stories and you're like oh that's really funny and in your head you go i wouldn't do that yeah <laughs> No, but it's also like it's like when you're then in a situation where like the person is a sh- like is a shit show, then your like your expectations of yourself then drop because mm-hmm. all you want to do is just be slightly better. Mm-hmm. So like if if you don't actually have a standard for like what your actions should be in yeah. of itself, so, if you're just trying to be slightly better than the next guy, if that guy is trash, trash, then you're slightly better, it's still trash. Yeah, like mm. it's, yeah. so you have to hold your own self to like specific standards as opposed yeah. to just being like, yeah, I'm just, I just want to be better than, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. I, I, well, I won't say used to, but that, that also isn't entirely accurate, but I did have like specific standards and then like, if I felt like the gap between my standard and your standard was so far, it just it felt unfair. Like it was just unfair that you got to interact because I have whatever standards that I have. Yeah. And like I'm not gonna be rude to you, but you're just being rude to me. And then I'm like, am I a dickhead? Like, yeah, I hear that. Definitely get down that. to that bar, bitch. But yeah, onto relationships. Yeah, which is what this podcast is about. All about them. Mm-hmm. All about the ships. What kind of relationships are we going to talk about today, Amara? (laughs) (coughs) We're going to talk about our relationship. Oh, my God. We're so cute. I know. For those of you that don't know, Amara's my wife. Okay. Um, I married that bitch. She tested her name on my body. I do. It says Margaret, bitch. Wait, for real? Yeah. Is that what those tattoos are? (laughs) Oh, I didn't actually read them or whatever, but... I mean, they're just letters. Oh, I hear that. Interesting. Can I see them? She has my initial and I have hers. Mine kind of looks like a scar, which is accurate because Amara wounds me. I'm dead. Wow. Yeah. That is so I love her so much that it hurts. That's what she means. Mm. Uh, That part. Um, You were here yesterday when she was doing (laughs) professional op... (laughs) Toxic, but that part I hear you. What, what, what was what the niggas be saying there? Like, no. like um, what is understood doesn't need to be explained. Oh, Jesus, shit. <laughs> that was the worst line. Jesus Christ, Lord. Oh, fucking hell, man. No. Yeah, you guys, we don't understand your relationship, so explain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Margaret, tell them how much you love me. Oh wow. Well, I love Amara three thousand for all the Marvel fans. I that reference went above my head. I know she's not a Marvel fan. It reduces the amount of love that's available to her. However, um, yeah, like I think Amara and I have actually we start from the beginning. How do I know you? I know you from the streets. That's entirely untrue. I've never been in the streets in my entire life. <laughs> okay, the sidewalk. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just be tiptoeing, so girl. Funny. I be tiptoeing. Doubling here and there. <laughs> It's like trying to not, not trying to bump into somebody, so you just walk into the street yeah. a little bit and then like, mm, back okay, on the sidewalk. Exactly, <laughs> a little tippy toe. Yeah, you know. Um, we met at church. 
yeah. the church thing. So the actually not Christian the girls. streets or the streets for some. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> I know niggas that specifically go to church just, <laughs> just for women. Wow. <laughs> My sister in Christ. Mm. But yes, um... Margaret is going to tell you her, like, Margaret's first memory of me is different from her, my first memory of her, but all of that doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, we don't have to talk yeah. about it. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. does no, it, it does not. It matters. No, it does not. Um, so we're going to fast forward. I'm dead. <laughs> um... And I don't then, know what your first memory of me is. Every time we talk about this, I talk about what my first memory because of Because your is. first memory of me is earlier than my first memory of you, so you oh, think it matters more. No, it's just because I had a bad impression of you. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> and I think it's funny that now I love you. And I was like, mm, that bitch is kind of weird. Okay. So um, what's your first memory? That's how it all, well, not always is, but a lot of women talk about how they hated the dudes at the end of, like, I feel no. Wow. <laughs> no, not hated, but like, He's just like, comparing me to a dude. That's the him. problem I'm here. <laughs> I, so I met him when he was so annoying. Oh, I hated his guts. Can you can you That's very movie esque. I don't think that actually be happening <laughs> that in real should, that life. That should be happening. Like, really? Yeah, that should be. The, the closest to that I've come is that I didn't think he was attractive, but now I've off my pants. So here we are. Yeah, but I, I don't be like I don't. I think actually, yeah, I think you're the only person I know who I met and had a bad impression of, but now I'm is like a member of like my family. So maybe you should like. Change how you make friends. No, it's okay. I'm because good. Because the people that you had good impressions of, where are they now? Mm. Most of them are still here. Where? Where? I like this nigga. He's here. Damn, what, what impression did you have of me the first time you met me? The first? Hmm, that's a funny story. Yeah. So, like, I didn't know who you were. And uh, Amari used to listen. So, Amari and I were roommates. And Amari used to listen to uh, Summer Roach on, like, speakers. Um, and I heard your voice. And I really liked your voice. I said some very inappropriate things about what I was going to do. To, to voice. your voice. <laughs> well, to, to the, the person owner of the voice. That voice. <laughs> and I was very, I was on it. I had a plan. I'm it was going to be great. Oh, yes. And then we had the Christmas party. Yeah. So we had this Christmas party that we invited you to. Because yeah, Amara, was I, was talking, I was talking shit about you all the time. And then Amara was like, I actually know this guy. Like, And I was like, bet. <laughs> bet. And she so was did like, I cool. come to the Christmas party? Yes, she you did. came to the Christmas party. But well, by my the time girl was already came... booted up by that point. <laughs> oh, interesting. By the time you came to the Christmas party, I had a little boyfriend, oh, you know? But like, we were still very new. And I remember being like overcompensating because I knew all the shit that I talked about before. Um, so I was like, oh, I have to make him feel very secure. And then I remember like vibing with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I remember vibing with you about something about I remember like I made a joke about a duck and you were the only person that got it a duck yeah I don't remember what the joke was but I remember you were the only person that was got, got it and then I walked away from you because I was like oh we can't I'm laugh dead. together we can't laugh together fuck we can't I'm laugh with this dead. guy that's so oh, no I can't have anything in common with this man uh, <laughs> and then I left yeah but yeah that was my first no, but I really me. enjoy and I'm sorry this is about me <laughs> I really enjoy making people appreciate like making people like like if I if I if I hear a joke and I get it, yeah. it's important to me. For the person yes, to know, that, yeah. That, yeah. I, I like that too. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, what's your first memory of me? <clears throat> we were at the retreat thing. Um and I think mm. Danique introduced us, or I was like sitting at a table or something and you and Danique walked up. Mm. I knew who Danique was, but um but and then we just like all just started talking and I'm like, Oh, cool. Mm. You're new here. Yeah, I'd met you before then. I already had an opinion of you. I and then I, that was the day that I thought maybe my opinion is not like the facts I've gathered and the way she's behaving here don't necessarily line up. So I would investigate more. I feel like you should talk about that story. No, it's, it's, it's not, not that deep. deep. It's, yeah. no, but it's, so, like, it's not that deep, but like it gives perspective. Because yeah. oh, I was about what? to make a joke right now. I was going to be like, <laughs> Oh, you guys hung out when Danique like made the introduction, and Margaret was like, "Oh, she's not a coon." That's true. That's true. Um, okay, so uh, for context, oh. when I met Amara, um, my are you friend, pressured by a man into telling the story? I'm not pressured by a man. I just Omar, really are you know, are you no, uncomfortable with the story? No, no, no. It's not. But shout, anyway, when I met Amara, uh, my friend uh, Danique had. 
I lived with Danique. We were roommates. We weren't really friends at the time. Um, and she had invited me to a church. So I was going with her. She knew I was Nigerian and the church was a very white church. Um, and she wanted to sort of introduce me to other black people. Uh, and so there was this girl on the worship team. I forget her name. Candice. Yeah, I was going to say Apical, but yeah, Candice. She introduced me to her. That's so funny. Two old lady names. <laughs> <laughs> she introduced me to her. And then um, I remember she got very excited. I don't even think she knew, like she knew Amara, like who Amara was, but you guys weren't friends or no, anything. Not. But I think she knew that Amara was Nigerian. So she thought that that would be like a good connect so she takes me to her she's like oh, she's, this girl she's nigerian and then we go over we say hi to amara i'm like oh hi yeah my name is amara i'm like okay hi margaret whatever and someone there had been like oh like amara that's such a beautiful name and amara was like oh yeah it means beautiful or something in arabic and then i looked at her and i was like isn't your name amarachi and she was like well oh, you can't see me like she gave me a look and then she was like yeah but the i look go was by in her head no, you gave me a look. It wasn't because head. you gave me a look because the way I said your the way I said isn't your name Amarachi was definitely like to check you to be like oh. okay Amara. I don't remember this, but the look was on yeah. her head. And then so I'm like, if I gave her a look, I'll remember it. Okay. <laughs> don't remember meeting me, boy. You remember the look. Uh, anyway. Mm, you're, uh, oh no. You're, that's <laughs> exactly. A good point. That's a good you know point. what I mean? <laughs> um, and so um, I remember leaving the interaction being like, oh, Amara is the kind of black person that in the streets we call a coon. Um, and so I was like, that's The fine. streets that she's not on. No. Oh, no, I'm not part of it. I just hear it from the sidewalk, obviously. I'm dead. You know what I mean? On my missions to go and... Um, save them. Save, yeah, the unbelievers. <laughs> the youth. Yeah, I listen to them, you know. It's very important. Yeah, yeah, I got anyway, so, yeah, I was just like, oh, this bitch is weird. Um, and I didn't want to be her friend. So I was like, okay, cool. It's funny because I remember that conversation. Like I remember mm. like telling someone, oh, Amara means beautiful. I remember that instance. Part I don't remember you being in that circle mm. of that conversation. Um, I also remember that day because I had just gone, I got an Uber to church and it was in the Uber that that had happened where it's like, oh, Amara. Oh. And it was an Arabic guy. He's like, oh, that means pretty or whatever. Oh. So it was like, it had it's just fresh happened. In your mind. And so I remember yeah. getting into church and so until it then made the same reference. I was like, oh, it actually means that. Yeah. That yeah, was so, yeah. yeah. But for me, it was like, shoot, she didn't want to. And I remember one time I called you, not one time, I think it was probably the same day. I think I called you Amarachi and you said, oh, I prefer Amara. Yes. And which is true. But at the time it was just more evidence that you have a problem with Amarachi yeah, and I was like okay enough. bet 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 um, but then when I met you at the retreat thing you seemed I don't even remember what exactly we talked about but then whatever we talked about it was like okay it doesn't seem like you're the white man's whore so wow um, <laughs> maybe I was wrong you know yeah. And it takes a lot of courage to do that if I do say so myself to admit when you're wrong. So I did. Oh, I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I thought you were going to say to admit when you're the white man's. Or, uh, <laughs> no. uh, but yeah. And so. Margaret uh, is the white man's whore. No, I was once. No, no. <laughs> I once was lost. <laughs> we're still trying to find her. No, 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 no. But yeah. Um, and so that's how uh, our love story began. Yes. Um, with a misunderstanding which a lot of friendships end up having misunderstandings that for context as well, this misunderstanding happened and we cleared it up last, was it last year? Yeah, I, I, I think it was recent though. It was that like, I found out that this is this was your first impression. Yeah, oh, interesting. Because yeah. like we never like I just thought like whatever she prefers being called a like I in my head I was like she prefers being called Amara. It's not that she has anything against being like Ibo or anything. She just prefers being called Amara, yeah. and that's why because she goes by it whatever. Um, but then when we like I think I was telling the story or something like a year ago maybe. Um, and she was like, huh? Like, and then we talked about it. And I yeah. think even the first time we talked about it, we didn't clear it up. Yeah. It was like another time we're telling the story. And she was like, no, I was trying to explain that. It wasn't like I was saying my name is Amara and this is and who it's I an am. an Arabic name. Yeah, exactly. She was just like, oh, Amara actually means this in like Arabic. Based on you saying it's a beautiful, beautiful name. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and I was like, oh, funny. Like, I never knew that that's what you were saying, <laughs> yeah. you know? I thought you were just being weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and so like uh, to that vein or in that vein talking about like miscommunications and friendships and how um those things can spiral and expand and Ew. end relationships sometimes there's big elephants in the room mm. um but yeah we recently had one of those miscommunications and again margaret was the one with the issue 
JK, JK. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to do a deep dive, ladies this and is, gentlemen. This is so funny because, like, I don't even know what this is about. So this is brand new information. Like, I, I feel like... I'm actually listening to a podcast happen right oh, now. Oh, wow. Good for you, man. Must be nice. I wish I was you. I wasn't about to rip my heart out of my chest again. No, but um, how do we, let's see, how do we frame this conversation? It kind of is like it's like your every conversation when your best friend gets into a relationship mm. and you start to question sort of your position in their life mm. and um, like there's assumptions made, there's um, time not spent. Um, this conversation's avoided. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of just like trickles down into like a dis- like a distance in the relationship, like a break in yeah. the relationship. Um, yeah. Until you hash it out, which we have, but we'll redo sort of. Yeah, we're going to do it for your benefit. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so let's see. It's funny because like you were saying, you were about to say it builds up distance. But as soon as you hit that D, I thought you were going to say disdain. Oh, no. But, but yeah, distance is, doesn't feel as deep. No. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little Dane space. Is a strong word. Yeah. Wow. It's a little space. No, um, yeah, just a little space. So to the point that we're making before about how we like to feel special and a little bit superior and whatever, we talked a little bit about how we became friends. But we also, I think anyway, on my end... Um, we pride ourselves on this particular friendship that we have with each other. Um, it is one that we often say is a safe space, but just because it's a safe space doesn't mean that there's no room for judgment. You will be judged, but with love. Yeah. Um, so you're protected as well as checked and kept accountable and all of these things. And so like in a lot of ways, this is like my like relationship prime, right? So it's the... It's what I want. It's the model that I want my other relationships to to follow. Um, and so when we had this issue, it was a little bit difficult because then it wasn't so prime. <laughs> it wasn't so ideal, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't so optimal. Um, and so like, yeah, to Amara's point, um, uh, we, it was a lot of things that compounded um, so, um, like I said, we're really good friends and whatever, and we have quite high expectations of each other in this friendship. The expectations that we've communicated to some degree, but had never really had to challenge until this particular set of, yeah, in, in, in this set of circumstances. So, um, we have for a while now been each other's number one, right? And then, um somebody somebody introduced a nigger (laughs) (laughs) into the equation which is intense right now because like I'm I'm the only nigga right now. <laughs> You're about to get it, nigga. <laughs> it's, like it's you. No. Uh, yeah, and so um, we, we, both of us had been, uh, we had relationships before, um, but this was a little bit different. I feel like also the other times that we've had relationships was also at the same time. So it was, there was an added benefit of like we're both in relationships. And, and so it was easier to, be in each other's lives in that mm. way or there was less distant f- distance felt yes but also i think and this is the thing that i was i just realized i didn't finish my train of thought before and i was talking to you about it so i think that people different people are different in relationships and i think you and i like in romantic relationships you are the person that when you have a person the other relationships in your life suffer f- at least at the beginning for that person um And I'm the person that tries to bring my new person into my already established thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, And so uh, when Amara started seeing someone, um, it felt on my end, it felt like I was not losing my friend, but being, no, actually that's bullshit. I felt like I was losing my friend to somebody else um, in a way that felt really drastic. You know, it was very immediate dead. Um, and harsh. That's how it felt. If Not that you were being harsh, but that it felt very harsh for me. Um, and 
when I wanted to talk about it, I found that it I found that it was a bit difficult for me to want to come to you about it for a couple of reasons. Like I had my issue I wasn't the biggest fan of this person and so for me it felt like any critique not critique anything I was talking to you about like if I was talking to you about distance between us because you're in this relationship it was hard to separate the fact that I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of the relationship separate from how I felt it was impacting me right um so there was that um but then there was also the thing that happens where I didn't know if I was allowed to do that like you know, we live in a world where romantic relationships are prioritized over other relationships and everyone, you know, will tell you easily that, oh, you know, when people get together, then they become something and everyone else, you know, is deprioritized. Um, and so I didn't know if I knew that, like, my feelings of, like, whatever my feelings were, were valid, but I didn't know if just because, like, you know, I felt deprioritized, if that was something that, like, I was allowed to bring to you in the sense that you have to fix it. Like, you have to do something to affect change in it because, you're it, like, what, like, the world says that you're in a romantic relationship. So, like, I'm being too extra. I'm doing too much. And, like, sometimes I felt like I was being too extra and I was doing too much. Um, and so I tried to, um, instead of coming to you with how I was feeling, I just tried to be like, okay, I'm going to fill the parts of my life where you've created gaps because your presence used to be here and now it's not. Um, and so I wanted to prioritize making new friends and meeting new people, doing things without you and not necessarily feeling like I had to be in contact with you all the time because it felt like I was available to do that and you were unavailable to do that because you had this other person and nobody wants to feel like they're a like a like a second option or something or like you're yeah you're yeah. just waiting in the sidelines for someone else um and while I was feeling like that how were you feeling Amara um it was kind of like I felt and not just like primarily because of this like in this relationship because of the expectations that we have of each other but just in like my friendships in general I kind of felt like oh Amara's in a relationship now so like she's busy don't invite her to anything um and so I felt intentionally left out um and like obviously now we've had this conversation so I understand what was happening um in your head um but in like before the conversation it was very much like oh like um we do things outside of Amara. Um, um, it kind of made me feel sort of insecure um, in terms of our, like our friendship. And it's like, okay, it's like, oh, because, and then it was also because I, I knew you didn't like him that much. Yeah, that. <laughs> so it was just also like, okay, is this, is this what it now looks like? Because you don't like, like, like my partner. Um, and so it's just like, okay, so like, because Amara comes with this guy, then neither, like she's not welcome as well as he's not welcome. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how it felt on my end. No. And I felt like, I felt like I had talked to you about it, like not exactly that, but just in terms of like talking about your relationship with him, because I thought that was what the issue was. So I was like, if we fix that, then like the rest of this will kind of like fall into place. Um, and so I felt like I had talked to you about that and I felt like you were trying, but I felt like it wasn't like, meeting my expectations which is a whole other podcast episode <laughs> um and so I just I didn't want to ask for more it's just like I know like I know she's trying and it's just not good enough so it's like 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 what else can I do here mm. just like just allow it mm. um and that's like that was what was going on on my end yeah. so I think that energy of just allow it is the is what brought us to where we got to because like then it meant that um I was trying to hang out with other people that were not Amara because I felt like if I asked Amara to hang out, she'd be unavailable because she was with her partner. And then, actually, it's not because I felt like you were. Like, I told you this, you were. There was a portion of time that you were unavailable because, like, certain time was carved out for this person. And so it was like, okay, 
I'm not going to ask you to hang out then. And then in my mind, it became your responsibility to like, be like, let's do something. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm listening to you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Uh, just, yeah, in my mind, it would be your responsibility to like initiate, make, a, hangout. initiate a hangout because you're the one that had other like in my mind you had a whole other life that was separate from the life that we were living over here we being me and you not me and the other rest of the world <laughs> um but um on the flip side i wasn't thinking about how that then transitioned to i don't ask you to hang out because i assume you're unavailable but then you knowing like being available but not being part of the hangout and not feeling like you could be like just well, it was also like it was like okay like it was the it was definitely the allow it but it was also because I also then leaned in more into my relationship it was just like it was very much like okay like they're not going to invite me this is a place that I feel wanted mm. and like I'm always wanted here yeah um and so like that's where I'm going to be like no, but like this is the point it's like miscommunication or misunderstanding creates that right so in my head you're not free to hang out so I'm not going to ask you and then we don't hang out. And then you don't ask me to hang out. So I'm like, see, th it's reinforcing what I think. And then on your end, it's like, well, I'm just chilling and they never asked me to hang out. So I'm going to go hang out with this nigga who wants to hang out with me. And I'm like, see, that's where she wants to be. Like, so. You know, I'm just thinking about how, like, like how <clears throat> deep you guys' friendship is and how, like, no matter how deep your friendship is and no matter how long it is, no matter, like, about the connection may be there's always room for bullshit yeah there's always there's like there's always going to be some shit that somebody misunderstood or some shit that somebody assumed and mm. like it was such a flood <laughs> it was so poorly designed but then i also think like after after going through this i feel like the next level of bullshit that we would have to encounter has to be a lot deeper than yeah. this because this gave us the opportunity to be like oh like before we had this, I didn't know that I was allowed to say, hey, what the fuck? You spend too much time with that nigga. <laughs> fuck him. Come here. I didn't know I was allowed to do that because the world told me that I'm her friend and he's her boyfriend. And so he has priority and like I get what's left after him as opposed to being able to demand time. And that's the um, other conversations in terms of in terms of like relationships and that dynamic of like the world telling you like what the priorities are. First of all, when you set those fucking priorities, like don't let society be the judge of that. Because I yeah. think I think something that you doubted and like I was like I was shocked that you doubted it. I remember when you told me that you're mm. like, oh, like this friendship could end. And I'm like, this friendship can never end. What do you mm. mean? There's no <laughs> like there's no out. Blood <laughs> there's no fucking out. Yes. And so like the idea that I've committed to you and I like it's it sounds weird to say but it's like like I've committed to you before I've committed to a partner mm. and I know that like the way society has set it up is that like you've, you your, com your commitment to your partner takes precedent over everything um and I think those relationships are different and the types of commitments are different mm. but a commitment to your friendship is also as important yeah. as that commitment that you make to a, a future partner yeah. um and so it was, it was that is that is understanding one is that like you can demand something of this relationship, yeah. but also the, there is a table to have that fucking conversation yeah. of just like you're doing this isn't meeting the, the, the contract that we signed. Like, mm -hmm. you're, like you're doing something that's not in line with what I want. And it's not yeah. necessarily that like people like you get what you're looking for but there needs to be room to have those conversations yeah. um especially when it comes to like romantic partners because we're all going to like not we're all going to get them but we want them yeah. um they're a huge like they're parts of our lives yeah that but yeah that's the thing though is there are there's a pre-established table of like you know th this these are the expectations that a monogamous heterosexual relationship sets out so when you enter a relationship with someone, there's a general idea of like the box that you're in. And then you start discussing inside that box. Oh, can you wine with other people? <laughs> can, you kiss other people? can you kiss other people? Because that one monogamy. Anyway, like that's, you know, there's a, there's parameters, right? Whereas friendship is very much like, oh, you just keep feeling it out. And, you know, in the, in the way that like, I very much felt like I had a commitment to you 
and you had a commitment to me. But then when I felt like that commitment was challenged, instead of being like, hey, you're breaking your commitment to me, as I could do if you were my girlfriend, and I could be like, hey, you, this isn't what we agreed this on. Isn't the, <laughs> this isn't the plan. But because we were friends and we hadn't ever discussed it and set and been like, oh no, I'm as in this relationship, I'm allowed to do that. Then it meant that like I was all of a sudden I doubted the thing that I felt and I just chose to go with the new feeling that I had, which is like, oh, maybe you like, not that I made it up, but like it it was, it's only as deep as it was when there's not another person to, to take precedence. So you're number one until number one comes, you're number one placeholder, as opposed to you occupy a space in this person's life where you're able to make demands on their time and what whatever you like regardless of who comes in or who comes out, right? You know what's what's so crazy? Like, I've just been listening to you talk and it's like, all your life, you're kind of groomed to be, in quotes, the perfect, like, partner in a relationship. Yeah. But, like, no one is giving you tips on being friendships. Like, like, there's sort of kind of, like, rules and, like, there's, there's like, a structure of, like, Mm. what a relationship should look like. And then for, like, friendships, it's so, like, like so vast that... You have to make it up as you go. Yeah. And then the thing of like checking in, the way you could check in, because relationships are similar. It's just that we have like these checkpoints. So if you are hanging out with someone all the time and you guys make out and you have sex, you can ask them, hey, like, does this thing have a name after friendship? Like, what are we, you know what I mean? Whereas if you're just friends with someone, you could go from like, oh, we have brunch on Saturdays uh, to like, we move to different places. We don't see each other for a while. We have a call every now and again. But now we live together. Um, we spend all our time together. We have tattoos of each other on each other's body. But all of, but if you want to, if I feel like I'm being left out of your life, am I allowed to come and say, hey, I feel like I'm being left out of your life? Like, are you? well, no. Am I allowed to say, hey, you're leaving me out of your life? Yeah, Bring like, it back. Like, even like in... in, in um romantic relationships is like preset questions. Yeah, exactly. Are you cheating on me? Exactly. That's what what I mean by the table. The table is set. You just need to come and like move things around and figure out what works for you. But there's no table necessarily set for For friendships. friendships. Yeah. So then you're just, it's all vibes. (laughs) It's all just vibes. And then when situations arise like this, then you get the opportunity to discuss it. But that only happens if you actually discuss it. So that's another thing that I think is really funny because I'm hella avoidant. Um, <laughs> and so, problem. well, okay. So, for you, maybe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, for you, bitch. No, but I'm hella avoidant. What's your excuse then? Because I'm hella avoidant. That's why I didn't want to talk about it. I, I started the conversation with you. Like, I was just like, oh, and which is, but then it, it then tabled because we were at the beach or something. We we're hanging out with these niggas. And no, like, but that's not the conversation we had. No, about. it was about like when, when I was starting to have the conversation about like, I feel like you tried, but you didn't like try hard enough. Oh, yes. like, I was, no, it was like, at that party. Yeah, we're yes. out. So it never like happened. And then life happened. And yeah. then I was just like, is it really like, like, it's no longer an issue. Mm. At the, like at the point, I think I, because when I, I went to Ghana and then I came back is when we actually had the, the conversation. Yeah. Um, so it was like life, like life happened and we didn't really see each other. Um, and so it was just like at at some point, it was just like, is this like the issue has passed? Is this still worth having the conversation? This is gonna be f- when we were having the conversation at that party. I didn't think you were having a conversation about us. I thought you were having a conversation conversation about how I felt about your partner, and I don't know if you noticed this. We would only have like so. We didn't hang out anymore. Like you and I didn't hang out one on one. So run out. We run out. We'd run into each other. Well, not run into each other. We would go to the same events together with these niggas. Um, and so in those places is when you would update me about like what was going on in your relationship, and it felt like convenience. Like as far like oh now that I saw you really quickly, let me just tell you what's going on. But that's our. I think that's also like not in your head, but like mm. it's like it's how we hang out now. Like. It's not yes. like we don't necessarily plan one-on-one hangouts. It's like, oh, something's happening. Maybe we meet up a little bit before, but we don't necessarily, like, sometimes we plan one, like, you want to bring me something and then we hang out. Yes. Like, But prior to this person being part of your life, it was like, 
we we had hangouts and when we didn't have hangouts we would notice so like before you started the relationship it would be like oh because i moved like oh i don't get to see you anymore because you moved so every now and again you would come to mine or i'd come to yours because we're like oh we have because a, like, we're depressed yes <laughs> we were depressed and we wanted to be depressed it was together a fucking pandemic. yes but like even then it was just like like you know what i mean or yeah. even like like I don't phone anybody as you know but you would phone me and then we'd have these long ass conversations and we would talk but then those things like and this is what I mean because it was a long time it feels like oh no that was our new normal but for me it was like the new normal was defined by the fact that there was this introduction of a new person that created the new normal as opposed to like this is just our new normal um and so I felt like the conversations that we would have whether it was at the beach or at that party or whatever it was like two things one is you updating me on your relationship and then you like sort of talking to me about how I can sort of be either better um as like a better support or like do my part in trying to for context I feel like I've we've said a lot that I didn't like this person I didn't it's not like I hated him or anything it's just that I didn't I didn't like the relationship that you guys had um, and I didn't, I didn't like it for my friend. Um, and so it felt like those conversations were about like updating me, but like in a way that made me feel excluded because it was like, I'm not part of the conversation. Like, you know, it felt like an no, update. But at that point, that, com- that specific one yeah. was like the relationship had ended. Um, it was legit. Like it was a. It was a conversation about us. It was. I was going to be like, because at the point, no, like my head. My I head told space. you. I told you I had a problem. So like, no. you told me that the relationship had ended, and I was like, ah, do you know what? It's probably not even worth it because I. I was going to tell you I had some things I want to talk to you about, but I guess now that it's ended, I'll dead it. And then you were like, mm, interesting, because me too, I have something I want to talk to you about, and I was like, huh? <laughs> you have huh? What could you possibly want to talk to me about? I'm the only one with feelings here. Are you mad? Um. And yeah, so after that, in my mind, it, it because we didn't talk about it, and because I am, again, the avoidant one, part of me expected you to bring it up, and then you didn't. And I was like, okay, I guess it's not going to happen then. It's not not going to talk about it. But then it was getting too much because like there was distance in the relationship, even though now this person had gone. We still couldn't get back to where we were because there was all of these things that were left unsaid and all of these feelings that were like sort of brewing, um, and the opportunity presented itself for us to have that conversation, which was not easy um, for all of these people listening. The opportunity did not really present itself. We had to just just have it. I can't remember. We walked that dish. We walked tired. Walked around the city. Oh, yeah, we're walking and talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it wasn't. God. Well, it, it wasn't. It, that wasn't the intention. <laughs> it's funny. the The opportunity that presented itself is Amara was talking to me the day before about how she felt like a different friend had, like, she felt like she was experiencing this kind of thing with a different friend. Mm. And I don't remember this. Oh, really? Dude, Amara don't be remembering shit. Wow. <laughs> you have to give okay. me more context. I, pr- I probably will remember it. If you- <laughs> I'll, I'll text you the person's name and you remember because I'm I can't see it's probably trouble now. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I can't even say where you, this person. Oh, that's yeah. not how this opportunity presented itself. It's, no, listen. So okay. you were talk, she, you you were talking to me about this, and as you were talking to me about it, you're expressing a lot of the feelings that you had towards this person was how I felt about you, mm. and it was a thing of like, oh, now is not the good, now is not a good time to be like, oh, you know how you're complaining about your friend. Me too. I don't like you. <laughs> like, it's not. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen. But then also, I was thinking like how can I just listen and then like never bring up the fact that like I related to so much of the stuff that you were saying that you were feeling about this other person. And I was like, okay, I need to find the right opportunity. I need to find the right opportunity. But the opportunity was not presenting itself. And then I think it was the next day or like that so. weekend, yeah, I mean, I we, went, we went bowling uh, with a couple other people. And then when we were going home, I was just like... So as per our conversation. No, I think we, we just started talking. We're talking about something else. Oh. And you're like, oh, and then you remembered. You're like, oh, yeah, we, we, you brought it up. Like, oh, we still need to have that conversation. But like, obviously, we're not going to have that conversation now or something. And you said something about it. We were talking about friendship and mm-hmm. how you felt about another friendship. And I was like, okay, 
I need to tell you that me too. I, I, we're talking about your other friends, but we too we have issues. Let's be talking, and then yeah. that's how we did it. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, like obviously not right now, and then we ended up being like, I guess it's right now. Yeah, there's not the time, so we talked about it. Um, but anywho, um, what what is what has come out from the other side of this conversation? Like, what was? Yeah, literally, I was about to ask, like, so, like, what rules have you set in place now for like? for like checking in basically or like having somebody bring it up Mm. I think for me one of the major things that I got from it was just like the the verbal assent to be like oh like the way I feel about this relationship and the way I feel about you is reciprocated in a way that is not just in my head Um, and so like if at any point this were to happen again I do get to be like excuse me you said X, Y, Z. You can't back out now. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you're backing out, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, no that's not an option. <laughs> that's not on the table. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Mm-mm. But kind of, you know, we're Christians. We don't divorce. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> we're for life. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so for me, that was one of the... The main things of just being like, oh, like what I thought this is, is what it is. Um, And then I also felt really good about the fact that like, it's the thing of feeling like, like, so this relationship felt like it was my optimal, like my prime relationship. And then it felt like, oh no, maybe it's not. And then it like was supercharged because we had this conversation and it was like, oh yeah, like, this is the shit. Yeah. It's fucking sexy, man. And you get to like talk about all your feelings, put it all on the table. Be like Brene Brown vulnerable and then be like, oh yeah, it's safe here. I'll create all you. Yeah. So it was nice. I feel like it was good. Like that conversation was good for me in terms of, because I, like, I knew you had a lot of feelings about it. And like they were really strong feelings and valid. And I, but I also had a lot of feelings. And the fact that mm. we we're able to hear each other without it like invalidating someone's Else's feelings, yeah. I really enjoyed that part of the conversation. Um, I walk. Okay, okay, yeah, some understanding bees. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Like, I don't think is that we're understanding so much as it's like I think it's because we didn't have the conversation when it was happening. So in retrospect, it was much easier to understand how you might have perceived something that was happening versus in the moment. Like like with the thing about feeling excluded, because I knew I wasn't excluding you and I knew I had very strong feelings about, well, you're unavailable to me. If we had had that conversation in the moment, I think that it would have devolved to like, no, 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 I didn't invite you because da, 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 and you'd be like, well, actually I didn't come because you were da, 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 da. like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it was because it had passed and like, oh, wow. Well, passing COVID, COVID. <laughs> but yeah, because it had passed, um, I think we were able to like, look, like look back on it with some like being a bit removed, removed from, from this yeah, yeah. And there's something about being in a situation that just <laughs> it's not automatic but while it's happening you tend to be more defensive yeah you tend to just be like it's like hear me yeah because <laughs> you're you're only you can only see what's going on with you yeah. whereas when the thing has when you're a bit removed from it you're looking at the situation and being like well i can explain what was happening from my perspective but i understand that you also had a perspective but i feel like you also like because we also had like it in little bits or not like we didn't have it in little bits but we knew that the conversation existed and mm. like there were two feelings on the on the table when we actually had it we were yeah. like cognizant of like it's not just my feelings mm. um i feel like even if we had had it after but if you had come with like oh like i'm the one like that has shit to say to you mm. or if I had come with I'm the one that has shit to, to say, say to you um, I don't think the room would have been like as mm. whatever accommodating understanding yeah. um, just but because like we had had like a little bit of like oh you have things to say and I, and I have things That's to say so I know you have things to say and you know yeah. I have things to say when we actually had the conversation there was room for both people to that. say their piece yeah. um, but what I actually like learned from it going forward is um Margaret's a needy bitch, and I need to include her in all my relationships. Tell all your friends, you know. 
I am needy and I love it. Amen. Yeah, it's about knowing who your friends are exactly. and deciding if you want to remain friends with them. Exactly. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to be my friend. It's not by force. Well, technically, I have to. I'm not forcing you, bitch. <laughs> no. yeah. Is there anything about that conversation that, or the entire situation that you think um, did not go well or could have gone like better or differently or something? I feel like because I wasn't prepared for it. Like, mm-hmm. as much as it had taken time, like, in that moment, I wasn't necessarily prepared for the conversation. And I was scared that there were things that I wasn't saying. Like, I felt like, well, we're going to wrap a nice bow on this conversation, yeah. but I'm still going to have things to say, like, tomorrow when I remember, oh, this is actually how I felt or whatever. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, the one thing about B is, oh, God. <laughs> you think it's done. I mean, okay. like, it's <laughs> not a space for you, nigga. The one thing about B is, you think it's done. And then they like, actually, wait. <laughs> 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 Um, and I think that's something that I cleared up. Like, I was just like, oh, like this, like, it's the thing that I say too when I have like strong feelings about things. Like, this is the first of many conversations because, like, how I feel right now is how I feel right now without, like, but I haven't had it, yeah. more, more feelings to be honest. So, I know, same. Do you think that that has anything to do with the fact that the relationship itself is no longer? So, like, do you think this would be, we would be having a different conversation if you were still in this relationship with this person? So, if you're still navigating that yeah, relationship be, be way more to like that I yeah i feel you like, it's yeah. more of an obstacle course there like just because like obviously you're navigating your actual relationship and then you're navigating the relationship with me and then you're navigating the relationship that i have to your relationship yeah. so like i feel like there would be more room there would definitely be more conversation but like it would have set the table for more conversation um because it's like it's not going to be like it's not fixed. Like where like the issue is yeah, not, it's not like the discussion. Yeah, about like adjusting. Adjusting, yes. Yeah. And so like that adjustment is going to take time and it's going to take conversation and it's going to be like but it's the thing of like you being able to say, Oh, you're doing the thing again. Um and um and so like that kind of like it enables future conversation to be had, but there would have been future conversations. Future conversations. Yeah. Um but I feel like um also, that relationship wasn't wasn't right. So um, I think, th- but that's also the thing that like I feel like I've talked to you about. It's about mm-hmm. like, and this is the the ability to check your friends about mm-hmm. like relationships that are not healthy for them, not just mm-hmm. about how like it affects you. Because that was one part of yeah. the conversation that I don't think that we, we really to, yeah. had. Yeah. No, but I I felt like so that was a thing where it was like, and that relationship ended like a few times so when it ended I would be like do you know what like it's fine Uh, and I think a a large part of uh, actually we did talk about this a bit because a large part of the reason why you felt I didn't well not that you felt the reason I didn't like your partner um, but the reason why you felt I disliked him more than I probably did is because whenever we talked about it I would be checking him more so than I was checking you yeah um and I think that was because I felt like between the two of you, I was like, as much as I didn't think the relationship in general wasn't the healthiest, I felt like you were the healthier partner. And I was worried about you, like, not overcompensating, like, um, what's the word I mean? Like, I feel like over understanding. Yeah, like you're <laughs> over, yeah. you're over understand, like you're being overly accommodating. Under, over, exactly, you're accommodating too much, and so like I felt like I was my, it, me trying to check you was trying to get you to see like oh you've extended beyond where you need to extend, um, but I think it, this is like a really good case study because I felt honestly a little bit afraid to check you because like I said, it was the first time that I had realized that like there's a world where like it, for me, it felt like there's a world where like you follow this man, like, like that's it's like you follow him. So like if, if that world exists, then all of a sudden I have to be a lot more careful about the way I can tell you, Hey, you're doing some fuck shit 
Because if you hear some shit from me that you don't like and you decide to go and follow you him. Just accelerate the follow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I can't do that. So I felt like I had to be careful. That is so funny. It's funny because that bothered me because I'm like, you yeah. don't know me. Who do, like, it's just like, why would you think that? Like, I remember when you you said that in the yeah. conversation, I was like, who the fuck do you think I am? But, no, but also, it's, I mean, sorry, like, no, go. it's a regular thing though. Like, even like in romantic relationships, like when, when you feel like shit is off, Sometimes you tend to be cautious because you're like, this probably conversation probably was going to set it off, and mm. like you're not in the headspace like for that shit to end just there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? exactly. Because in my mind, it was just like I I had never experienced this version of you, mm. and so it was like I was getting the, it. I'm not dealing with the Amara that I do know. I'm dealing with a different version of Amara, and so like in doing that, I have to be careful that I don't like somehow scatter this whole thing you know what i mean too much exactly um and like like i said at the beginning as well it was because i was also navigating two there were two things and i think to your point i i i got to a point i remember the exact day that i decided i was going to prioritize my relationship with you over your relationship with your partner as like so my relationship with you as your friend over me supporting you as a good friend not being in this relationship because in my head I'd been like the part where I'm trying to be like for lack of a better phrase don't do this is not it's not it's not it's not giving um and I felt like me trying to check you was also impacting my ability to have a relationship with you and so I think I I know the day where I decided it really matters to me more that you are in my life than you are in a healthy relationship with another person. That is I didn't, fucking funny. I didn't think of it like in those that. terms, yeah, I get but it. that's so essentially funny. the decision that I made is like, I would rather, now that I'm deeping, I'm like, wow, that's fucked. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I, 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 I have it damaged you. Or yeah, but yeah, like <laughs> anyone I can get, oh, you know, shout out to you for that toxic love. Um, but yeah, I, I, and like it wasn't like a forever thing because like to be honest I also felt like this wasn't a it felt like a thing that I had to suffer through (laughs) I'm not even gonna lie I I I, there was only one time that I actually got scared like ah this thing might is she going to do this thing like forever forever ever like but other than that more times I'd be like it's it's a season it's longer than I would want it to be exactly like so like I think in and as much as like it's funny you joke about it and I could be like oh whatever but like I think it is fair like I don't think I was necessarily the best friend in looking out for your best interest as much as I mean I am your best interest so wow. there's that but looking out for Hilarious. your other nah, looking out for your other interests Interest. um more so than I was looking out for my own I guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah sorry eh? mm. this, this is your story that's how Marga says when she's around. Sorry, she no. knows. Uh, sorry. Sorry, no. What am I supposed to do? Sorry. Small, small sorry. Uh, uh, come on. <laughs> come on. Cool, cool. Yeah. But yeah, relationships are uh, wild. Um, please talk to your friends. Um, maybe if you have a friend that you want to talk to some, something about, you want to talk to your friend about yeah, you something. You can bring them to the older ship's court. You yeah. can come hash it oh, out here. Yeah. We'll, like, we'll have the conversation for you. We'll role play. Actually, you don't even have to role play. You can just do Iyala fix my lifetime. That's what I was thinking. You know what I mean? Like, you can either like there's lots of options here. Play this episode with your friend. Be like, guy, let's listen to this thing. Um, actually, this thing that they're saying. What do you think? You could do that, or you know, I don't know. We have like an email thing, and they can send it to us, and then we can be like, yeah, we'll read it out and be like, hey, Jen. Um, <laughs> this is what your friend's trying to tell you that she can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? We could do that. Ah, there's so many options. Um, but yeah, like I think we'll definitely tell relationship people, thing. Definitely just like have the talk <laughs> with your friends. Like, and obviously it's not, it's, uh, you guys are not. Basically uh, examine all your ships, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah examine yeah. your ships and, and like examine them with the person you're in the ship. Yeah, with. don't do it by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
If you do by yourself, you, you come to some wrong conclusions. Anyhow, anyhow, conclusions. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so yeah. knock on the door and just be like, hey, like, I have this chat, and it might be new. I feel like people don't talk in their like their mm. friendships, expect especially because they think they're supposed to be low maintenance and like having exactly deep conversations is not low maintenance. But you have needs. You're a human being. You're um, you have depth. So like. To be honest, like, what is low, like, what's low maintenance? Because, like, I felt like our relationship was very low. But it didn't feel like it was high maintenance. This was the first high maintenance thing. That, well, it's not even it's high, not maintenance. high maintenance. It was just the first just thing. Like, I get that, like, a relationship like this is high yeah. maintenance to some people. It's not, like, it's not high maintenance to us, but, like, that, like, that's us. To some people, having these conversations on a regular I guess it depends on the depth of a friendship that you have with somebody though because no, like I'm it's not you all the of nigga my... that when you play the and with that that is like like vulnerability peak that's the things mm. that you reserve for romantic partnerships not not for friendships oh, and so like, that's for everybody man but like it, exactly so the conversations for me and I think for you that are comfortable and are like like every day in a friendship that would be like wild for some people yeah well introduce some wildness into your into your life spice you guys up. exactly you get every day every day how can i spice up my sex life spice up your friendship <laughs> whores <laughs> you know what I mean? put some kink in your friendship yeah. ask your friends how are your fathers how are your mothers <laughs> oh you know? like I, I don't oh never i don't even want to know how, how our parents and then how your father yeah, I, mean, I, know, exactly. I know I know mean, it was like, so bad what are we talking about right now man like, you know what are you concerned about their well-being or like <laughs> all of it honestly yeah. our parents are older like are they having enjoyable sex still like who knows hey man if we could find a find a guest come tell us about her sex um, if your parents are comfortable talking to young women about their sex lives please introduce them to us we would love to have that conversation I'm very very interested to find out what the future of my sex life is going to be like. Um, I don't want to be surprised. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It was fun. This is all the ships. Hey. Woke up this morning with my mind Set on loving me With my mind